Welcome back for another edition of the Club Cool Podcast. I am your host, Barrett Dudley, and I'm here in the Washed Media Studios, joined on the other side of the table by Mr. Phil Battaglia. Phil, what is happening today? Hey, man. How's it going? Pretty good. Yeah, it's going all right, huh? Mm-hmm. Boy, we've got, uh, we've got some exciting stuff coming up here, don't we? Do we? Yeah. Um, we're going on staycation together. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're getting a little pool pool days off. Memorial Day weekend, historically, very, in my mind at least, very, very rainy weekend here in Austin. Great. It's obviously, uh, we have been hit with a, uh, I believe what we what we call in the biz a La Nina cycle. <laughs> I, that I, or maybe it's El Nino, I'm, I'm not actually sure which, but but lots of lots of rain. It's been wet. We talked about it up front on, uh, on last week's pod as well. Today, no rain, just br- absolutely brutal humidity. Do you think anybody from Cal- that moves here from California actually understands what happen- is happening here, like with the weather? Right, no. I, I truly don't. I really, really mm-hmm. don't because we also each – we're just on very similar waves, wavelengths because we're also going to uh, – we're both going to California. Now, that California, same but different trips. Yes. Right. Not to, we will not go together to California. Unfortunately, unfortunately, but uh, we're, and we're, we're experiencing different uh, different locales, I believe, with probably their own little Southern mm-hmm. California microclimates to boot. But I, I'm, in, I'm I'll be in San Diego, right? We're going to talk about vacation. We're going to talk about swim. We're going to talk about shoes for the beach. We're going to talk about we've been getting our doors busted down, just people begging for us to talk about like talk about pool stuff and 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 vacation gear and also what shoes do I wear to the beach? That's the most that's the biggest question. Mm-hmm. Like, what's my vacation shoe? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. Uh, so we're just going to, we're going to package all of this up into, uh, to a wonderful podcast for you today, but San Diego, I've not been since I was probably a little kid mm-hmm. and I'm just, been. and I'm just like looking at the weather and I'm like reading a, a month by month what San Diego weather is like. And it's like, number one, it rains like 10 days a year there. Yeah. Number two, it never gets over 75. <laughs> just ever, ever. Yeah. I wonder why people want to live there. Why do people want to leave there? That's what I'm asking. Like I like like it it truly it it's it bottles the mind mm-hmm. right because and I I I understand that like your politics are shit but our politics are shit too yeah like maybe like your 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 federal and your state is is all messed up but so is ours man mm-hmm. like th- th- it's not it's, it's not any better here I guess we're a, a little bit nicer on your pocketbook which is what matters to people at the end of the day but yeah I, I mean. Check out that property tax because it's right. going, it's going up ten percent every single year. The max they can from here on out. Ooh, baby. And I just I, like days like today. I always, you know, I'm looking at this trip, prepping for, um, you know, nothing below sixty and nothing above seventy five. And I'm just, I'm like, what the hell are these people doing? <laughs> you know? Stay where you're at. <laughs> I, I guess we don't have to deal with wildfires here. Maybe it's the wildfires, Not yet, dude. Why, why, why couldn't Westlake burn? Well, Bastrop's burned before, right? It's not it's not out of the question. Anyway, I'm just everybody just just cool cool your cool your jets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Stay stay where you are. That just let us have this disgusting weather and you keep your perfect weather and yeah. we'll just we'll call it a day, but I'm I'm very much looking forward to uh to experiencing said lovely weather. Uh very, very soon here. Uh Phil, I was at a I was at a NASCAR race this past weekend. Yeah. I went out to Coda. Those are your people. Producer Randy was out there. Randy, what'd you think? It was one word answer from Randy. It was very. It was. It was. It was. Randy said it was rainy. Rainy, Randy. That's what we call him. 
yeah, it was it was a scene, man. Oh yeah. You you think that I feel like you you have an idea of what people are going to look like at a NASCAR race, but you probably tell yourself like there's no way it actually lives up to that, mm-hmm. you know, that these are just caricatures, this is an exaggeration, this is hyperbolic. There's going to be a lot of normal looking people out there. That's false. (laughs) (laughs) It is very, 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 very much what you expect it to look like and feel like and be like. Fuck yeah. Um, Now, at the same same time, I don't mean to be derisive about it because I I do not pay attention to NASCAR. I like know the names of the popular drivers. And for the most part, that's it. And also, like, if you ask me who's like the most popular driver, I'm still probably going to throw out a name like Dale Jr. or Jeff Gordon. Right. Or, or, uh, who was the one guy? Not he did uh, Carl. Carl uh, he did backflips off the off the car. Yeah, Carl Everett. Carl Stewart. No, Carl Everett. No, Tony was Stewart is who you're thinking. Tony of. Stewart. He's that, the bad boy. Yeah, but there's a Carl too. There's a Carl. Crazy Carl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now you know. I still know like the guys like Kyle Busch. Yep. Um, jo- Joey Logano. He's a big dog. Yeah, big he was name. like 17 years old. Yeah, like I remember him being like this crazy young kid, and uh-huh. now he's like a. Yeah, he's a he's a superstar. Yeah. Anyway, man, the race was like it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And this doing the road race for NASCAR is very new. And I know that everybody's like all jazzed on F1 right now because of the show on Netflix. Are yeah. you watching that show? Oh yeah. So you probably like you're obsessed with with F1 now, right? I mean, to an extent. I'm yeah. not paying like $350 to go out to Dakota to watch you're it. You're not? No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you ever but you've been to a, a race? I've been to a NASCAR race. Okay. Never to an F1 race. All right. I just like uh, I like the whole thing. I like the fast cars. I like the the noise. NASCAR is not the the most fun sport to watch on TV. We, everybody no. agrees. Yeah, yeah. Go watch it live. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Watching the smell. Watching the smell these... of that fuel yeah. and like the, the the vibration of the the cars and like how loud it is, and to get a, a, a firsthand perspective of the speeds that these guys are going will make you <laughs> change your mind very quickly. A- absolutely. Right. Yes. Yes. This. Uh, I mean, we had we had really cool seats where we were right across from pit row, mm-hmm. um, pit road, excuse me, and so we were on the straightaway, and so we're also like three rows back, and so we're just watching the entire you know the entire pack like zip through, and it is so so incredibly loud. Yeah. It like rumbles every organ in your body. Yeah. And it is very, very cool. I love that they're doing road racing now. Anyway, yeah, you get you get very into it. You're watching on the screens. You're watching these people. The funniest part about the NASCAR race on Sunday was that like it's already a road race, which they're not used to. So they're driving very slow around yeah, like right. the little turns. But it, was, it rained all day. So there's puddles. It's slick. They all got their rain tires on. I'm telling you, like on some of the sharper turns, they're going like 25 miles an hour. Yeah. But the, the, you would not know that from the announcers. Like, oh my God, it's the hardest pass he could make. And like, <laughs> you're just like, it's like, you know, you're jostling for a, a parking spot at the grocery store. Um, but very, very intense stuff. Did yeah, you? Did... Absolutely. It's like, I'm like, I got in my car and like put, um, I left a little bit early. I put on the Sirius XM channel. You wanted to hear. To, li- to right. listen to the rest of the race, man. You're in now. Like I was invested. And so- it was uh, it was simultaneous. You know, it, it met some expectations about what it would feel like and and how the people would be dressed and and appear. Um, a lot of interesting individuals out there, but also it was very man. It was you know, I could I could easily be hooked. Did you rent the scanner to listen to the radio? No, but that's obviously the pro move. You the, have to. The pro move is getting the the headphone because, like, look, I'll tell you what. You you can't sit there and and watch those guys pass at that speed, sixty eight times in a row, mm-hmm. without some type of ear protection. Yeah, 
And so we had like little, you know, shitty little earplugs. The scanner is, but I yeah, great. The, having the having the full on yeah. ear protection with the scanner that's it's a lot of fun to listen the to them talking with the spotters. It's that's a whole other thing. The spotters have such a difficult job, and they can tell the the cars. You now they're they're positioned way up, you know, in the bird's nest or mm-hmm, whatever, mm-hmm. and they can tell like if they're at their back wheel, if they're at their fender, when they're at the door, when they're passing, and all. Yeah. That. Uh, that's a underrated job. Um, but also, were you allowed to BYOB? No, no, no. Not Coda is a full like concession, yeah. okay, nine dollar beer type spot. I bet that NASCAR crowd did not appreciate that. <laughs> Are a lot of NASCAR races yeah. BYOB? Uh-huh. Okay, so I've been to the Indy Five Hundred, which is also BYOB. Yeah, and that's IndyCar, which is like, which am I safe to? I feel like you know a little bit more about, about racing. I kind of feel like IndyCar is in between F1 and NASCAR. It's like a mix of both. Yeah, it's just the cars old... the cars look like F1, but they race more like NASCAR. Well, yeah, at that race they do. It's an oval. Cuz it's no okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that they I don't have, know a they lot do about have, they, They've sure got they more do. road races, Ro- yeah. yeah they do. It's yeah. open wheel cars yeah. that the 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 the, the, the difference is that in, in with stock cars and NASCAR, yeah. Rubens race. That's right, baby. <laughs> you, you those F1 cars, you, you touch them they're, yeah, they're just yeah, they fly off the track. Yeah. And another thing F1 races are so much more they're, – they're condensed. There's not near as many laps. Okay. Uh, there's only a, a couple pit stops maybe. You know, these dudes, there's tons of laps. Uh, it's more of an endurance thing than any. I mean, yeah, these no, drivers, totally. it's just – NASCAR gets a, a lot of shit talked on it because it's so difficult to watch on TV. But yeah. if you can go out there and especially in the heat, think about getting in one of those stock cars going 200 miles an hour with yeah. the windows down. Yeah. You yeah, know? and they, then there's yeah. somebody literally on your ass, like pushing you. <laughs> I freak out on the highway, like on the way here. I'm going 55. There's this asshole behind me that that just couldn't get by me quick enough. I'm, yeah, and you yeah. know you're you're grabbing the wheel. So who's who's I, your who's your guy out there? Who's your NASCAR? Dude, guy? see, like that's the thing. I don't even know these the current drivers. I always follow the number two car because that used to be the Miller Light car. That's who I would just stick by. You 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 were just dedicated to the sponsor of a car, number two. <laughs> Correct. You even know what team Miller Lite was? You know, it was no. a Toyota or a Chevy? Uh, I don't. I don't. Camry or a, uh, what's the Chevy? What are they there racing? It oh, it's Brad Keselowski. Keselowski, Keselowski. yeah. And he's, I don't he's even a name. think. He's a name. Yeah. It's a Ford. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I stick by What are the Chevys? Two. Is it a Malibu? <laughs> Is it a Chevy Malibu? I don't know. Is it an Impala? I'm not sure. I don't know, man. But, um. Yeah, I'm glad you went out there. I, 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 tell me this: What's it like going and coming as far as traffic, getting in and out of that facility? So, on my way to Coda, yeah, which is like a 40 minute drive, I was like, I, I've been out to Coda one other time, I believe, and it was to drive the track. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, m- my dad, you know, he's got like a his toy is is a is a like a it's not a uh, it's not a Z06, but it's mm-hmm. a I can't remember the name of it. It's a it's a Corvette, mm-hmm. um, and it's one of the sportier models. And so there was a, uh, an opportunity through like Corvette clubs to bring your Corvette out. That's awesome. Drive it around the track. So that was that was pretty that was pretty cool to do. That was it was uh, it was awesome actually. Um, that's the only other time I've been out at Coda, and it was pretty. That was like on a Sunday. Nothing really else going mm-hmm. on out there. So I got down there pretty quick. 
anyway, this is very regional for for everybody listening, so I apologize. Quick, so just to be to be brief about it, I was driving down there and I was like, yeah, this is why I never come down. Here. <laughs> yeah, because this is so damn far away. I know, dude. And it's such an annoying drive, and you have to back road it, and it's not just like a straight shot down a highway, and it's just it's it's annoying. Like it's annoying to get there, and yeah. I'm so happy that like. The Q2 Austin FC Stadium is going in, and there's, they're going to be hosting a lot of concerts. Thank God. And I've already seen more and more acts popping up at the new uh, amphitheater on the east side. Like, that's where Sylvan Esso is playing pretty soon, and that's where there's another big group coming. I can't foster the people the or new, something. The new Moody place um, is going to be incredible. Th- that's what I'm talking about. The new, that right? Isn't that the new Moody amphitheater? The one I'm talking about is on campus that they're building. Oh, okay. So we got that coming, and then there's the new uh, basketball spot. For UT basketball, that will double as a con. That's, that's where, like, what I'm talking about. That's the new Moody. Mm-hmm. That's where like Bieber and the Weekend are next year. I'm so happy for this. Don't ever, don't do not ever put another big act out at Coda again. They're still doing it. I don't think so, man. I don't. I, I, You're not going out to Kings of Leon out there. I, I will. I refuse to go out to a concert. I, me out too. There. <laughs> I know. The Stones. Yeah. The Stones. I would have gone out for if that would have actually come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. All right. Um, hey, check us out on patreon.com slash club cool. Here's I've been wildly busy. It's May 26th. You've gotten no bonus content yet. All that means is that if you go sign up right now, you are going to get an overload of bonus content over the next five days because I owe it to you. And it's go and and I and I have to put it out, so I will. Um you're gonna get the wish list if you're in our top tier, which is like our more directional kind of high-end editorial just about like the stuff that we're looking at from all sorts of kind of weird designery uh tight and contemporary type brands that that we may or may not be considering buying but that are just kind of like doing something for us or 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 shaping the direction that we want to go you'll get our best shit on the internet list which we've been doing for multiple months in a row now at uh at everything is under 100 bucks now that we we reserve the right to to flex that number up and or down but that is your that's if you join our our two dollar a month here you're going to get that it's a very. It's been a very, very popular list. A lot of people have had had nice things to say about it, and I appreciate that. And then I'm going to try to get you a bonus pod as well this week. I don't know what I'm going to riff on, but I'm going to riff on something. It's just going to be me speaking into a microphone, and you're going to love every minute of it, like Kramer. Check it out, Patreon.com/slash/ClubCool. That is the best way to support this podcast and allow us to keep doing what we were doing. You have two options: there's a two dollar tier and a five dollar tier. Once again, that that high end wish list and the bonus pods; those are in the five dollar a month tier. There's a yearly option. You can save a little scroll, um, but you can also just go $2 a month. You know, you won't even notice it come out of your bank account. That's where you're going to get that, uh, our, our every month best shit on the internet, very affordable kind of, you know, stuff that we have in our carts and our, on our kind of geeked up to buy, uh, imminently. So once again, patreon.com slash club cool. We thank you for everybody that is, uh, that is already a patron and, and supporting the pod. That's, uh, that's why, that's why we're here. That's why we're able to record. All right, Phil. I mean, if you sign up now. Within the next 10 minutes, <laughs> Barrett will provide the best back roads to and from Coda. Yeah, I will. Within the next 10 minutes, you have to sign up. He will give you the best route. I'll screenshot my ways. Yeah. And I'll post it. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to crunch them up. Some ice there. I'm a big ice cruncher. That's Everybody knows that teeth. about me. That's, That's what my mom teeth. has always said that. I've always been fine. Um <laughs> Sorry, mom. Let's see. Okay. So once again, a lot of people have been asking about shoes for vacations in the beach specifically. What are your beach shoes? Basically, like I got my camp collar, I got my e-way shorts, or I got my swim trunks, I got, you know, got my crochet knits. Like 
now what do I wear on my shoes? So we're going to talk about that. But then people also wanted us to do a little swimwear talk this year. We have not done that. I don't know if we did it at all last year. Once again, both of these things I feel like we're kind of kind of flailing on because we didn't have the need for them last summer. Mm -hmm. It's basically been a two-year gap. I I went on like one little weekend trip with some friends last year to a a lake house. You know, I needed like two things to wear. I didn't even need shoes really. And I needed a you know a swimsuit to jump in the lake for. I like there was nothing else to to prep for. I didn't go on any vacations. I did not hit a single pool. Like it's just <clears throat> I, yeah, I forgot what shoes to wear in the summer. Like I, and and obviously I you know I wasn't wasn't really investing too much in in swimwear. Although I will get to that. I did I did pick up a swimsuit last season. Um, anyway, first l- let's talk about where we're going on vacation, okay. and then we can kind of use that. To, to guide maybe our own personal decisions here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to San Diego. I, I, I do intend on doing a hotel pool day, and I do intend on doing a, a beach day okay. in La Jolla. Also, this weekend, I mentioned, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be staycationing. We'll, we'll have a couple of pool days as well, so we can, reference, we can reference those kind of like more local. You're hitting up your, you know, whatever it is, your wet deck, you're going to a hotel pool. Maybe it's just a neighborhood pool, but it's it's you know it's got some swag to it or whatever. So we can uh, we'll use those as our as our reference points as well. Where where are you headed in in California? Uh, outside of Santa Barbara, so flying into the dreaded LAX and renting mm-hmm. a car. But we were just look. We were going to originally go to like Napa and Sonoma, but we've already done that. And um, I've just heard a lot about you know. The wines outside of Santa Barbara and Santa Ynez. Valley. Are you going to be close to Joshua Tree? No, no. Okay, no. That'd be cool. Will there be any opportunities to microdose uh, mushrooms, though? <laughs> no, no. Okay, I will no. be macrodosing wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, will you see any bodies of water? Yeah. Okay. Santa Barbara. We're going to go to Santa Barbara for the day, but we're staying in this cute little Airbnb outside. Um, of a little town called Sauvage. That's how I'm saying it. S O L V A N G. It's a little. Ho- it's like a, a horse ranch. Hmm. And we have a little cottage. They have got- a yurt. No, it's a. It's a. She's got stone. Okay. All yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's gonna be great, dude. We just wanted something a little bit different, relaxing, and then the opportunity to kind of pop off and go to. Yeah. We're gonna do four different little wineries. There's gonna be great food out there, great restaurants, and it, it's it's like a low key Napa Napa with water available, with water available, not particularly in this town, but right, within right, right. forty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not really the. There's some great hikes. Yeah. Um, it's a you know it's a nice little low key. Uh, have you if you've seen the the movie Sideways? I, I I'm very familiar with it. I've actually never seen it front to back. I should it's I need to watch it based on this exact spot we're going. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Okay, so this is more. This is more terrestrial, more more uh, more um, more terra, less agua. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's why uh, I but... liked we 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 did the Oregon coast before, and getting into those 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 trees and the negative ions and the just the silence is a real plus for me. I love that. I know nothing about that. Well, you should do it. Yeah, I I will. I'm I'm choosing. Um, a, like a scenester pool day on Sunday <laughs> on a on a on a rooftop uh, pool deck. You are a scenester. 
So we do. We see. We've got different vibes going. I, I'm. Yeah, I just man, I I I got I, that does sound good. It does, it does. Mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. that's not where my that's not where my head is right right now. Mm-hmm. You're like, trying to get out there. I'm trying to get out there. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So good. So Very so good. so slightly different there. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you you know, like you said, you might you might see a beach, you might see a body of water, something like that. So so we've got some we've got some some you know some shared experience going on there as well. Um, but so we let, will be sharing the carpenter pool. We will be sharing the yeah. Shh, don't okay. no no free ads. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't anticipate them sponsoring us anytime. No, I'm, I'm playing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're having ourselves some pool days this weekend, and well, first and foremost, okay. Actually, I'm sorry. I'm bouncing all over the place here today. It's a little bit later in the afternoon, and I, I apologize. He's had some if, drinks. I, I, <laughs> it probably sounds like it, honestly. <laughs> Airbnb. Uh-huh. Have you noticed some negative sentiment towards Airbnb on the interwebs and in and in the memes recently? No. Okay. What have you seen? Let me just preface this by saying for the last several months I've been very bullish on Airbnb. It's like a stock pick. This is not financial advice, oh, okay. but but I like I've liked Airbnb because it's it just seems like something that is going to be with us forever now. Right. It's like you're planning a vacation. You're going to look at Airbnb. You're going to look at hotels. Right. Like depending on what you want, some like your like your trip to Santa Barbara here, you might want something. You might not want service. You might not Mm -hmm. want a lot of people. You might not want you you might want something more secluded or a little bit more local or in a certain neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera. So I really I've been feeling, you know, very strong on Airbnb as we return to travel and as we return to uh to some sense of, of normalcy in our lives. And then over the last few weeks, I have started to see like a crop of, of memes and articles and social posts that are basically like calling out Airbnb for being a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And in preparation for this San Diego uh, trip, I've kind of seen a little bit of what they uh, what they're talking about. Yeah. Because... These days with Airbnb, and this is also partially because of the cities <clears throat> cracking down on all the Airbnbs yeah. and wanting their piece, you click on like $115 a night Airbnb. That ain't $115. And and it can be like a $230 a night Airbnb after all the, the fees and the taxes and the cleaning fee and all the little, you know, nickel service and diming. The service charge, all the nickel and diming yeah, that yeah. the hosts are doing, the service is doing, and that the cities are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's really, really, really like I hate that. I yeah. hate anything where it's like, I just put in the fee. It's like put in the fees and don't tell me about the fees. Just add them so that I know what the price is. Yeah. But I hate that feeling of like, oh, this place looks great and it sounds really reasonable, and then it's double what you were just advertised. Yeah. Because of all that, mm-hmm. and that I do really think that that's an issue. Like, oh, it is th- an issue. That, like, you know, I I know that hotels do a little bit of this as well. There's resort fees or whatever that you yeah. can't pay for online or you or if you book through points or through mm-hmm. some type of portal you know that's like something that you still owe at the hotel yeah. which is kind of you know lame um and and but at the same time it I'm, it's just a little bit more expected and it's less egregious because all that stuff like service fees and cleaning fees are built into that hotel price right and so i've i've also talked to people that like 
left Airbnbs, did their absolute best to clean up and leave everything as is and are still getting dinged. Ooh, really? For stuff. So I feel like the hosts are getting- That's fucked. Very, very nitpicky about what you do and, and how you leave things <clears> and like- I've never had a bad experience so with I, an Airbnb. I, I haven't either, but outside of something ending up not being quite as advertised, like looks-wise, you know? Yeah, right. Uh, but but I've not had a bad experience like that yeah. so far. But like I said, it's been a while since I've participated in an Airbnb. Yeah. Well, I just booked two of them. So, <laughs> so the the thing with Airbnb is you got to you got to read the reviews. Yeah. And I would I'm not kidding. Read every one of them. If there's a hundred of them, read them all. And just skim skim them. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's been tons that I have been close to. You know, on the final list. And then I read something about it being loud a couple times. I mean, it doesn't take more than two people saying it's loud for me to be like, all right, I'm out. Or, um, by the way, the AC is controlled by the host who lived next door. That's something I just found out on one <laughs> wow. of these. Yeah. So in New Orleans, we're looking in the, the Garden District, and uh-huh. it's all these old historical homes that you know they're dividing into yeah. these Airbnbs. Okay. And we're going in July, so you need that AC crane. You need it. And yeah. so I found out that one, the AC is actually controlled by the, the owners of the house. It's a whole thing. Out. Canceled. No. On to the yeah. next one. Okay. No, I didn't I didn't even book it. But okay, all right. We'll see, man. The here's the other thing that I that I would like from Airbnb. I want this feature as a as kind of like a good faith trade off for all the fees and services that you're gonna hit me with. If I'm looking at Airbnb and there's a place that's not booked seven days from now and i'm interested in it why can't i offer that host a a a price yeah like hey i see you have this listed at 179 but you don't have your sunday through wednesday booked next week so Mm -hmm. i'll do 135 yeah a night like maybe that's opening up a can of worms that they don't want the host to have to deal with like but it also seems like you could book more nights that way if there was some yeah. flexibility or bidding or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you could just, maybe you could opt in as a host to something like that. Right. So uh, anyway, the bidding I, I'm now, option. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm now on the fence about Airbnb. Okay. Well, so are you booked at a, you're booked at a hotel, I'm assuming. I'm booked at a hotel. Yeah. So for me, if, if, if everything after fees on both the hotel and the Airbnb come out to about the same, and the Airbnb is just as nice, if not nicer, I'm going that route. Because what I'm looking for is I don't typically these days like to be in like a city center mm-hmm. with a lot of action. Sure. I'd rather be in a neighborhood or in like, for example, South Congress is a good example. Like I don't want to be downtown Austin. Right. right I'd right. rather be at the San Jose yeah. or at the Carpenter. And for those kind of boutique hotels, you're going to pay a premium. Right. And if you could find a house in the same neighborhood or within the same vicinity. Yep. I'm gonna go that way. Yeah, I, I I feel you. There, but but there are there are just so many variables. There's a ton. That's why you got to read all the reviews. And that and that is yeah. I and I, I hear you on the reviews. It's very important. But but there there is a certain. It's just kind of like for for me. You do that. You know, if I stack those two things up, I think I'm more likely to go to hotel because right. it's like I'm. You it, know what you're getting. The bed's going to be comfortable. Right. Right. The air is going to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, am I willing yeah. to to take that risk? Yeah, so yeah. It makes sense. I, I'm still in. It's not like I'm selling my Airbnb stock. I'm just not buying anymore at mm-hmm. the moment because I'm trying to make this. I'm trying to yeah. 
giving it a little bit more time. Okay, let's jump into uh, to swimwear. We're going swimming this weekend. I, I, are you, uh, you, you are you covered on suits? Have you shopped at all? I haven't shopped for suits. And I, I dropped the ball on that. Well, that's okay. Every year, that's okay because I've got you. You can. I'm okay if you get the same one that I got for for this weekend. Okay, pull it up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna be so stupid. <laughs> Six hundred bucks. This is a little Rick Owens one piece for men. Ooh. Um, with one sleeve. I'll tell you what. That's multi- perfect. Multiple cutouts. I usually have to wear the the hundred uh, SPF. It's the right arm too. It's 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 the left arm. Well, that, yeah, I mean it's the correct yeah. arm for for you to protect Beautiful. your protect your your tattoos. This Wait, what be... what do you have to wear? You have to wear like a, a hundred SPF. Oh, on uh, and like a thick coat of it, or wow. I have a sleeve that has SPF in it, which yeah. I'm not wearing at the fucking pool. But yeah. if I'm golfing or something, this mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, and this is what I really like about this is that you're going to get a super interesting tan that will be an automatic conversation starter later <laughs> in the day. <laughs> um, it's also this is perfect because maybe you're a speedo guy because you like to get the legs a little bronzed up. Well, you're going to get all the bronze that those those gams can handle. So. Um, Yes, uh, nice. a little one piece for men from Rick. Six hundred. That's not bad for uh, for only six hundred dollars. <laughs> so that's you'll. That's what you can catch me in. Okay. This weekend, no, um, no. I I think that here's the thing about swimsuits. I don't think the style for them, like the you know, what people are going for, has really changed all that much over the last three years or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> the the I think you got you have two main options. I feel like for for kind of like your pool day swimsuits, uh-huh. you go with the e waist, the kind of classic swim trunk, what we call a volley, a lot of times, and like within the the industry or the business, just your classic elastic waist ties at the front, kind of a, can be a kind of blousey fit, shorter length, you know, different brands going to be a little bit more tailored than others, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite brands for this. For this type of short is Bather. Yeah, they're good. I've I've posted about <clears throat> them uh, on those on those Patreon lists. Yep. They use a, uh, a, a I think a hundred percent recycled materials in their suits. They are very very quick to dry. And uh, last year, I picked up a tie dye suit from Bather, and I picked up another one from a far far more expensive designer. I reached for the Bather every time. Yeah. That there there is a. The thing with swimsuits, and we're going to get into this with shoes as well, there, there is a, an expensive tier that's kind of like built to wear, right? Another brand that we've talked about here before and that I'm still a big fan of is Orla Bar Brown. Mm-hmm. That's an expensive trunk, but mm-hmm. I don't feel bad wearing the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. I can beat the hell out of it because that's exactly what it's designed for. If you go above that, if you get into like the designer swimsuits, whether it's Burberry or, you know, or Driesman Noten or, or whoever else, it's like... Then you're in a and then you're in a swimsuit that's too expensive, and you're worried about like the sweat and the chlorine damage, or if you're at the beach about getting it covered in sand, mm-hmm. or like tearing it on the reef, or like you know what I mean. So they're very that that's it's very very much a that that's if you go that high end, that is your like scene swimsuit. Right, you're not doing too much in that, and I like uh, so so when you when you go with something like Bather, it's you know it's not a cheap swimsuit. It's not it's not Gap or or or, um, or ASOS level price still going to pay 80 90 bucks maybe a little less there's some on sale in essence right now actually um but i I feel like you get the best of both worlds you get a really nice contemporary cut you get a swimsuit that you don't have to baby you get a really cool print 
in a nice classic shape. So that's that that's kind of been my my go-to brand as far as recommendations recently. Um hit up a store like Stag, look through their collection if 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 you like something a little maybe beachy and surfy, they carry Caton and a couple other brands that uh that that I'm a fan of. Um obviously, I got to throw in a, a plug for Howler. Our our shorts are are more geared to beach and beach activity. You're going to get a board short look, but nothing, nothing, you know, down to your knees, like old school billabong or anything like that. And we actually do have a, uh, a, a, a tie waist and elastic waist right now is, uh, to boot, but no mesh lining in that. And I'm, I'm a mesh lining guy You are for a suit that I'm going to swim in. Okay. I hate that I'm going to be in the water. I, 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 I need a little, you need something, down need there, something. Yeah. now that I think about it. No, none of mine have liners. I don't, I don't think. Another brand, Bonobos. Yeah. I have a Bonobos that's okay. held up well. You that's can good. beat the shit out of it. Um, and it's a decent cut. It's not the most comfortable because it's pretty – it's actually really stiff, but not too too bad. Yeah. But um, I'm a fan. It's simple, and uh, it's a good cut. You know what I mean? Not too short. Definitely not too long. Just saw Aaron Rodgers in Hawaii. Oh, yeah? What did he, he have on? Um, board shorts, like, below the knee. Did <laughs> <laughs> I'll that, see if I can. Yeah, yeah. Who's his fiance? Shailene Woodley. Is that who? What's she in? There she is. Yeah. Is this the, this a picture you're talking about right here? Yeah, there he is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. They're he's above, been over too. They're, so they're maybe... above his knee because he's like six foot five. But uh, yeah, I don't know. He's Aaron Rodgers. I'm a little I don't know with these guys that are that are really really big like this you would would he look too big if he was in like some some skimpier trunks. Yeah, I guess it just depends on how big his legs are, right? Yeah. If he's got like skinny legs, which I don't think he does. There's no way he has skinny legs. Right. But this guy would would cut a mean figure in a in a more tailored uh-huh. suit. This is but but this is a good point. This is really the only thing that you got to stay away from in my mind. Right. Right, you just don't want like like I I think if anything has changed over the last couple of years, it's that at one point going short, going to like your chubby's length swimsuit was like a hey look at me moment. Right, it was you were you were doing a fashion swerve by by going really short like that, and now I now I think the shorter swimsuit is very very much expected for like beyond just like stylish guys or guys that are being funny and gimmicky yeah it's just that's just for me that's that's where i'm at and and a good example of that is the the orlobar brown that i mentioned Mm -hmm. i was always a big fan of the they're kind of like their the first trunk that they put out was the bulldog which was supposed to sit maybe two to three inches above the knee if i was to buy a new one now like i would absolutely go with the setter which is um which is a shorter silhouette here here we go on a now this is a this like this mo- see this model is probably six two or whatever that's what i'm saying aaron probably doesn't want a suit that looks like this on him mm-hmm. so he probably if you're tall the bulldog's still great you can still go with that six seven inch inseam mm-hmm. but for smaller guys like us i feel like bringing it up shorter just enhances our our overall vibe it wouldn't enhance my vibe. You don't think so? No, my legs are too skinny. <laughs> it would, it would not be good. <clears throat> my vibe would be off. 
I, I disagree, Phil. I mm. think I think your vibe would be totally off, totally groovy. Go to the Bulldogs. Let's see what those look like. All right, let's see if I can figure, pull, pull up a pair of Bulldogs. Bulldog. But that's, I mean, that that's just, the, I think that's like the, the big takeaway, though, is just that you can pretty much go as short as you want. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's, it's not a swerve anymore. It's just kind of like, that's the wear look. a one piece if you want. You can wear a one piece with, with one sleeve if you want to. So here's the, here's the bulldog and I can actually pull up the, we can take a look here. No, let's see. Let's get a model. Let's get a model shot, huh? What's the inseam on that? Probably six. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody likes the five inch. I know that's the that's the big number right now that I that that is always tossed around. The uh, I I think that the, you know, if you're if you're looking for something kind of new or different that's not your classic print, I feel like that that type of solid active short in the vein of a baggies. Noah makes some. I'm sure J Crew has like a, a solid volley like that. But like that's also very I feel like that's very popular. It's just like a solid kind of nylon active short mm-hmm. rather than something <clears throat> that is very specifically like a uh a swimsuit. Yes. Um I you know, I gotta I'm I gotta be a contrarian here. I don't really like Patagonia baggies. I don't either. The pockets are too deep. They just don't fit me. Fit you you me can't right. the yeah. They're I, too baggy yes i do i i for me as well mm-hmm. but my but my even bigger complaint is that like if i drop some stuff in my baggies pockets they're like swanging all around <laughs> same with sunday shorts from ov in my opinion oh i, I don't have that issue with those the, the those patagonia pockets like go all the way damn near down to the they could be like to the hem girls cut off like denim you can have a little pocket right in a little pocket that well if you load them down with like keys or a phone i feel like they mm-hmm. they want to do that that'd be nice so it's a good look. Um, let's see any other brands that I wanted to throw out here. Oh, so so Orla Bar was kind of like the that that's probably one that you've heard of, kind of the James Bondian Euro shorter short tailored short, quote unquote beach to bar look. Uh, the the one that I kind of peruse more recently, I don't own anything from them, but I but I like their look is Fresco Ball Carioca. And um, I think this is a Brazilian brand, and it kind of has it, it. It's got that, you know, it's got that bright kind of South American vibe, which skews a little Euro and also works super well. And you know, if you're putting together your Positano Amalfi Coast look, but a lot of good patterns. I like that first one, the pink like tie dye look. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are sick. Uh, so that's what I got for swim, man. Any other? Things I can't to wait to there? see what you pull out. I, I showed you already. Oh, you're gonna be wearing all that? No, my my Rick Owens. Oh. My- <laughs> 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 all right, fun. That's okay. The setter, the setter that I mentioned is a four inch inseam, and the bulldog is. Drum roll, please. Just kidding. You don't have to do a drum roll. Five. I think it's six. The setter is six. Yep. So that's your that's your difference. Both great choices. 
but I would I, I would choose the four right now over the six. Okay. Okay, Phil. Uh, shall we talk shoes now? Sure. Okay. This is the one everybody that everybody is is asking me about, and I think having a hard time figuring out a little bit. And here's and here's why. I know the reason why. It's because there's not really one good answer that solves for all of the equations. There's not one shoe that like you can shoehorn into every body of water situation. Like I cannot think of, for me, there's not anything that works as a pool shoe, as a beach shoe that looks good with like a full on like fit. Like if you're going to like a beach wedding, Mm -hmm. there's, you kind of, you need different things for, or you could easily have like a different shoe for each one of those things, depending on, you know, like a bunch of different variables, you know, how, how careful are you going to be with the shoes? Are you going to get a bunch of sand in them? How wet are they going to get? Are we talking like Vegas bottle service pool? Or are we talking like classy resort pool? Because those are two different things, you know? Um, and, and so it's just, it's very, very difficult to boil down to like, oh, well, here is your blanket answer for your beach vacation resort shoe that's going to work in every situation. Yeah. Um, I I put this again on a Patreon list. I'm okay saying it out loud here because it's uh it's a month or so old, and so I will r- reveal to to all podcast listeners. But what I had picked for to to kind of try to answer this list was a Vans sneaker called an the the Epoch the Epoch LX I believe is the official name in just like a classic white. Mm-hmm. And this feels like this is you know you've you. There you go. You got to. Phil is wearing a pair of Epochs at, right now, <laughs> as it turns out. With my Madewell women's socks. Oh wow! How about that? Huh? Those are nice. They're nice. I like those. So this is, uh, it, you know, eight years ago, give or take, we were all big on like canvas kind of plimsoll shoes, the type that you get from Keds or CVs or whatever. This feels a little bit more modern, and I think is more versatile as well because this doesn't have to be a beach shoe. You can wear this with. You know, you can make this into like a, like a skater look, or you can make this into a contemporary look with like chinos and, and and a button down or something like that. But I do think that this works as a, this shoe can get beat up. It can get a little grungy and it'll still look great. You could, it's light enough to wear on the beach. And in, in this kind of color, like you could wear these down to the pool. All that being said, I still think you want something a little bit more water faring for those yeah, w- wetter activities, obviously, but the Vans Epoch is kind of like my that that's my that's my bridge suggestion for I want something that'll kind of work beachy beachy vibes like that, but I also I'm gonna wear it with like real clothes mm-hmm. with real casual clothes. Uh, other options on my list, man. There are there's a time and a place for flip flops. I still own flip flops because I need flip flops, and so. My personal choice, in fact, the only flip-flops that I will wear are the natural-colored hemp rainbow flip-flops. Everything else looks like doo-doo butter on my feet. I don't know why, but it's like a brain thing. I just, I've tried other brands. I've tried Harimari's. I put them on, and I'm like, why do these look so bad? Yeah. The light-colored hemp <clears throat> rainbows. But that's that's my beach shoe. When I go for surf lessons into Hit La Jolla Shores in San Diego, like, I'm having on flip-flops. Yeah. They feel good. They're comfortable, easy to walk in, easy to knock sand off of. Don't care if they get wet. 
easy to pack up. Like that's just like you're totally fine to wear flip flops on the beach. I usually roll with Jack Purcells just based on, I mean, like something like this. Yeah. That, that have already been beat to shit. Yep. Um, and I don't own flip flops because I can never pull them off and they, they fall off my feet. I've got the, the skinniest, most narrow f- foot probably on the planet. <laughs> you should be in the Guinness Book of World Records. <clears throat> I think I should. Yeah. <clears throat> and so um, it's either that or I'm just barefoot. That's typically the, the move for me. So what are you gonna wear down? The, what are you gonna wear down in the pool this weekend? Nothing. You're gonna you my do, feet. You will go barefoot from the room from to the, the pool. room to the pool. No, That's you're right. not. Yeah, well, that's a good way to get staff. <laughs> <laughs> if if there is a chance that we're gonna go like to the bar or something, of course I'm gonna go find some shoes. But uh, more than likely, yeah, because here's the thing: like with you're throwing some beat up Jack Purcells in the pool bag, then yes, okay. And you have to fully dry off the foot. That's the problem with putting on an actual shoe. I don't want to put them in there wet. Yeah, right. That's what she said. Um. <laughs> Randy! <laughs> Uncalled for, Randy. See, this is when the little soundboard would be God, I forgot. I wanted to use the... It. I wanted oh, to use them today. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> what was... Uh... Paul Rudd's character in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. What was his name? Kuno? Uh, yeah. Ke- uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Something like that? That's who you're going to be hanging with. I hope so. When you get your surf lesson. When I get my surf lesson? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know it. Um, yeah, all the right. visor. Man, the visor. What happened to the visor? Those are gone. Done. Done. Yeah. Haven't seen one in years. No. No. Even the golf visor, I feel like, lost popularity. Yeah. Bring it back. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's obviously the water shoe. We got to talk about the water shoe. Yeah. And, and what I'm talking about here is the the shoe of the summer that that everybody's making and wearing now. Whether it's a Berkey from Birkenstock or a Croc or a Merrill Hydromock or even your Yeezy foams or you know the Elite shoes that I showed on Instagram last week or whatever. Like we're talking a rubber shoe, very comfortable, very easy on, very easy off. Usually with some holes to drain water or to keep the the you know the foot cool and and with some air circulation. Now th- this for me, it's good. It's good for pool, bad for beach. Sand k- k- yeah. sand is going to get all up in these things. And they're it doesn't little, come out, and it's hard. There, it's it's hard to get out, and then you're just going to feel like you're walking on sand. Yeah, and you don't. You definitely don't want that. Mm-mm. But it's a it is a it is a good option for a pool. And especially if you need something that is like very, very easy to clean. Like if you're worried that that these are going to get absolutely thrashed, this type of rubber shoe, this is the way to go. Yeah. Easy to just blast off with the hose. Keep it moving. Natives. Natives. Yeah. Did you did you pull trig on anything like this? No. I, I was going to were... pull trig on the Hydromox. By the way, you already know this, but our listeners don't. That I was asking Barrett about the name of the Merrill shoe, Hydromox. He texts me the name. Never Google searched nothing. Just a text. 12 hours later, I'm getting hit up on Instagram, <laughs> target ads from Merrill yeah. Hydromont. So here's a tip for, for the, the skinny foot boys. I don't know. Did you see my did you see the our, our gram when I posted those Aleeks, those all mm-hmm. white Aleek mm-hmm. shoes? Did you keep those? I still have them. I think I'm gonna return them. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> yeah. I mostly wanted to see them. They popped up. 
out of nowhere. I'd never, I hadn't even heard of them before when I saw them like populate on Nordstrom or something like that. I think, yeah, it was Nordstrom. And I was like, these look kind of crazy and cool. I, I got to see, and they were selling out and I, I saw listings on Grailed. And so it was one of those moments where I was just like, oh, well, I'll just pick these up. Worst case, I can return them back to Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Best case, they're selling for $1,000 on Grailed. And um, they, they are cool, but it, it, it's again, it's one of those things that it's like, if I was 30, I keep them because I kept shit like that when I was 30. But now it's like, I, I'm trying to be more practical and more reasonable. This is a very funky looking shoe that I'm going to enjoy, but that I will wear two times this summer mm-hmm. and that other people will say, what the shit is that? <laughs> Which I am very much okay with for for some things. Uh-huh. This I decided, so what I I, I decided that that I, I, I wanted to go with my what I originally wanted which is the all white Hydra mop. Uh-huh. Now that's a women's version. So I had to, I, I've, I've now ordered two pairs of the women's white Hydra mocks to try to figure out my sizing, the sizing conversion, because mm-hmm. the sizing of those is already weird. What is the sizing like? So you want to take, for the men's, I recommend taking your, like, your true Brannock size, uh-huh. you know, your, your true size. But they're going to feel big when you put them on in your true size because they're supposed to be easy on, easy off. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have room. If you want them to feel snug, then you go a size down from your mm-hmm. true size. So I've now gone up one and up two in the women's to see which one feels better. I don't think it works like that. I think like I think that the women's sizing is basically like half sizing in mm-hmm. men's. It's also a slightly narrower width, but throwing it out there for you, they might Perfect. the narrow width might be Why might didn't be, I look at those? Might be great. Dumbass. But the one I wanted was the bolder colorway. Yeah, they don't make, yeah, they gone. yeah. So, uh, so you got you got your water shoe, you got your Crocs, you got your Hydro Mox stuff like that. I talked about flip flops. We talked about some sneakers. Now, if you want like a real classy look, I feel like I- I'm seeing a lot of leather sandals as well. Not, and I don't by seeing I don't mean here in Austin. I don't see people walking around in this type of stuff. But uh, I, but th- this this is they're on all the sites. All the brands are making them. So I've got, you know, I've hit where it, and it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it, they're basically classed up versions of Birkenstock, Arizona's, right? They're, it's a strappy sandal. Um, I like those. Cut from leather. The, the here. The ones that you were just on. Based. With the back, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think we've called these gladiator sandals before uh-huh. is, is one of the names for them. It's, it's not really a look that I've ever been super into. It feels very, it's too adult to me. Like, yeah. I see this type of stuff and <laughs> yeah. I think of like a very, very rich 50 year old uh-huh. or like a dude with a yacht. Yeah. So like those right here to the left. These. Yeah. yeah. I actually like these. I talked about these on a, on a Patreon circling back podcast. That's what my dad used to. These rock. are Hirachis. Yeah. And I actually, I'm kind of into this. I don't I like that. that dude's cardigan. What's that? Going down the rabbit hole now. <laughs> Let's forget it. <laughs> um, uh, that's capital. Ah, perfect. So, so, th- but this is an option. Maybe that's the look you want. Maybe you've got kind of. Uh, maybe I'll bring my cardigan to the pool. Maybe you've got a rich dad vibe going on, and you want a pair of leather leather sandals. But yeah, this is again. This is an option that. This is not for getting thrashed by the pool, right? And you're definitely not gonna like, you know 
walk like daintily into the ocean in these. No, you're gonna have to pick these up. You're gonna have to take them off your feet and walk barefoot. Mm-hmm. So, man, those those are the options. This is tough though. Like I'm I'm I've I've been thinking about what exactly I'll like what shoes I will bring to San Diego. And I think I'll probably I have on I've got on Vans today too checkerboard slip-ons. I'll probably bring these. I'll probably bring a pair of flip-flops and then like maybe like some golden goose for evenings. You staying on the beach? And that's probably it. No. Staying in town. So that's that's what I got, man. It's it's it 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 really is tough. You 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 do kind of this does kind of require you to like bounce around from shoe to shoe mm-hmm. for me, anyways, because I just need different things from from each from each experience from each yeah. each venue, you know? each venue. So, yeah, uh, that's all I got. Oh, actually, I did. Let's see, where are we on time? I did want to talk about one more thing. Are you familiar with Taika Watiti? Nope. No. The hell's that? He is a um, he's a a, a big time director. Uh huh. Makes some some great movies, like uh, Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, great movie. Thor Ragnarok, and he's got the new one, Thor Thor Love. <laughs> Good Tommy. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Uh, he uh, he's he's a he's a Kiwi. He's a New Zealand yeah, guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he, I think he's he he was involved in Mandalorian at some point. He was the voice of one of the droids. I think he might have directed a couple episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's big time. He's he's being hired to do all sorts of stuff. Uh, he was spotted down in Australia, where he is shooting the new Thor movie. And after an all night party, apparently he was hanging out on the balcony of his house, and he had a thruple situation going on. Ooh. Now, he has, uh, as one does when they get very, very rich and very, very famous, he has left his wife, and he is now <laughs> God damn. He is now dating Rita Ora, mm. who can only be described as a sex pot, I would say. Do you concur? Didn't she date the Kardashian dude? Rita Ora? Yes. Man, look at that memory on no you. No shit, that, that, that sticks out because- Because you've wow. been watching some Kardashians. No, it's just like- yeah. Anyway, it's... so- uh, he this was in plain sight. They had Moses going. This was set this was early in the morning, all night party. The, I, I bring this up one because we're doing pop culture minute here for this, but he had on a great look. Yeah. For our bandana boys out there. He had a, a, a nice indigo bandana tied perfectly around his neck. He had a really cool chore jacket uh in that kind of French blue with like a dope piece of embroidery on the back. And, you know, great looking watch, black pants, very, very, very easy to replicate and pull off for pretty much anybody. But Here's the twist. He also had Tessa Thompson involved on this balcony. And the three of them feel they were canoodling. <laughs> is how I would describe this. And uh it's just it's just, you know, what a time to be alive. <laughs> this this is the this is the true I feel like this moment in pop culture is the true kickoff of Hot Vax Summer. Where we have Taika Watiti and his you know his 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 relatively recent hot girlfriend. It's like you know. Do you ever listen to rap songs and you hear somebody like rapping about it like, and I'm with a girl who likes girls, that type of thing. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, no, that doesn't exist. That's called a. That's you know. You, that's it's fake. Yeah. That's a prostitute. 
they're you're they're just they're doing the thing. They're like they're making out with you with another girl because they they they're they paid think, to do that. They think yeah, or they think you're going to buy them a Chanel bag or whatever. Sure. Here it is, right out for everybody to see. <laughs> Real live, big time movie star celebrities, and Taika Waititi has dating a girl who likes girls, and I it just it's the true kickoff to Hot Vac Summer. I'm happy for them, all of them. Now I think they might have been microdosing. It appears so. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> but this just looked like like just just the best party, just the <laughs> absolute best. And and um, you know Australia, they have. I think they were they 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 felt like the first big country to kind of kill the invisible enemy. Mm-hmm. And I and 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 now that uh, now that we have also defeated the the there's the uh, there's You'll the back see? of his jacket. Ah, yes. Now there's another dude now. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how he Where'd factored he in. From? But but look at the body language here. He is clearly he's he's a he's a seat away from Tessa Thompson. He's on the fringe. He's on the fringe. Yeah. He's fringe. He's fringe guy. He he wasn't involved in whatever is going on between the other three. So, Tessa Thompson, what what has she been in? Westworld season 3? Oh, really? Thor uh she she's also Valkyrie in the Marvel movies and the in the Thor movies. You know who I'm talking about? I don't, but, but no? I know her from Westworld, uh, for sure, if you'd pull that up. When is that? What's where's the, the, where's the that? Where's the Jeopardy? What, Jeopardy? No, with Westworld. Do we know? Oh, I don't know. Oh. My God. She's got... I, I wouldn't recognize her with that hair. She's got some... Yeah. She's, she's got very different... Yeah, dra- or braids. Or braids, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? What? Good for him. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> that is what I am saying. <laughs> man. Uh, yeah. So that that wraps it up for the pop culture minute. Everybody have I look, this is Memorial Day weekend, MDW. Go get your thruple on. Get your thruple on, start that hot back summer, get yourself some pool time. Get yourself a men's one piece swimsuit if you need to. Any closing further thoughts today, Phil? No, uh, a men's two-piece. Now, that's something that Rick Owens wouldn't do. Oh, he would do that. <laughs> oh, he definitely would. Um, I'd love yeah. to see that. I'm still – look, I would be lying. Uh, this is we're, – we're right about here at an hour. I can drop this. So this is the safe space of the podcast. Yeah. If Nike came out with, like, workout crops for dudes, I'd wear them. <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> Woo! I would love to see that. Not like not like all the way up to the chest, but like like, like, football, like football practice – Cut right at the top of the abs, like that's yeah, like Zeke. Yeah, you bet your yeah, you bet your ass. The only thing missing from that, I, what the, look, ladies get to sh- ladies get to show it off all their hard work in their workout gear. Why yeah. don't I? Hey, dude, cut, cut the fucking shirt. That's Just all I'm crop saying. Crop your shirts. It's pretty easy. Maybe get I will. the tattoo. Maybe I will. You wanted to get the butterfly on the stomach. I go did. Do it. I did. Yeah. 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 Ooh, man, that'd be hot. All right. Uh, Patreon.com slash Club Cool. Obviously, we're on Instagram at Club Cool Pod. And um, yeah, man, everybody have a great holiday weekend. Enjoy any vacations that you're going on. Hit 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 me on hit hit me up at Club Cool Pod. Yeah. If you have any other questions, anything like that. Hey, one of the other Patreon perks, you get access to the Discord. That's a great place to ask anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. I was getting San Diego Rex in there recently. Fantastic. Whole bunch of shit Very popping good. off in there. So that's that that might be the best thing that we do there on Patreon. We've started a community. We've really we really have. We've fostered one. <laughs>
<laughs> just like Foster the People. Um, all right. Just like Foster the People. All right. Love y'all. That'll do it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.